What's poppin' everybody? This is JTO. And this is DTOM.DT. Oh, and you're listening to Bop It. Bop It is your go-to music commentary on all things poppin', floppin', and droppin'. <laughs> you sound like Miley Cyrus singing Hold Down, Throw Down. Like, pop it, lock it, polka, dial. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, let's get started with our first segment, the album drop of the week. Oh, all right, Jay. So we're starting off with the album drop of the week. What do you think is the best album of the week? Um, well, there's a few albums that dropped this week. Of course, we had those compilation albums with uh, Elton John that had, you know, the likes of Miley Cyrus, Demi Lovato, Q-Tip, Coldplay, The Killers, and a bunch of different people on there. But I think my top album of the week uh, is definitely Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. She, oh, Cardi I, I think this was a very, very good debut album from, like, Cardi B. Like, a lot of artists don't have debuts nearly this good. Um, from top to bottom, the album was just very, very well produced. It had the perfect amount of features. Um, she had, you know, plenty of solo songs. She has some songs that are going to be, like, the Ho anthems. She has some songs that talk about, you know, her come up from rags to riches. She had some that are basically just going to be, like, the, the screw you to whoever you're dating at the time. So I think it's a really good album, top to bottom. Um, there's some stars, like Ring with Kaylani is a fantastic song. Yes, okay, I, I can't wait to hear Ring on, like, I'm, I know it's going to be on all the pop charts because Kaylani's voice is, like, so particular that, like, you mix that with, like, Cardi B's, like, lovable personality is, like, okay, let's let's go. But that, yeah. And that's what I love about Cardi B is Cardi has that lovable personality and everybody knows about that personality so that's what they think about when they listen to Cardi B. They don't like think about like maybe this music isn't the best. They think about how infectious that personality is and what makes her music just like so so awesome to you know all the crowd. So I think my favorite song on the album maybe I do with SZA or uh, Moneybag. Moneybag yes. is like is I think is going to be the next follow-up for Bodak Yellow. Um, I think everybody was expecting Barty and Cardi with 21 Savage to beat that but I definitely think that's Moneybag so We'll see. We'll see what pops, and what flops with this album. But for me, top to bottom, Cardi, big fan, great debut. We all know you're a huge fan of Cardi. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like one of the ones that like was really had me like amp was that drip with the feature Amigos had me like questioning. Drip, drip. Like do drip, drip, drip. Uh-uh. Like no, I, I got. I felt like I was listening to a cult go on in the <laughs> background, and like I was just like, I'm uncomfortable right now. I may okay. be possessed. I saw a tweet earlier this week where somebody said that Cardi is basically the fourth Migos, um, and she kind of popped off all those people. <laughs> okay, but they do have like a somewhat of a point. Okay, because I mean, just because Cardi is you know engaged to Offset and they have a lot of songs together, it doesn't necessarily mean anything because like. I mean, do you say, like, oh, Rihanna is basically Drake because they have a lot of songs together? No. No. It's they're just, two separate artists. They just happen to have a lot of songs. It's just how they go together. Like, they go, they fit, like, together too well. So it's, like, okay. it's easily... And the reason for it. that is because Migos is that, that modern gangster rap. And Cardi is that modern gangster rap. And so, like, <laughs> you're pairing a female modern gangster rapper with a, you know, modern male gangster rapper group. So okay, yes, they kind of go together. As a new wave feminist, I do agree that it's very <laughs> sexist to 
plays Migos and say that Cardi B's like the fourth Migos. Yes, but I mean, I mean, I mean, you have to admit, like Cardi's been, you know, with Offset for a while, so she probably has access to a lot of the same production team, a lot of the same uh, management team, and things like that, um, who are kind of helping her along this whole process of releasing the album. So of course, you're going to get some of the similarities. Between yeah, them. most definitely. Well, I can totally see that. what was your album drop of the week? Okay, well, I'm not really like a huge like rap fan you know um i'm more of a like r&b and soul let me cry my life away every day you know and i know like the listeners out there probably think i'm gonna say um dear melancholy uh by the weekend uh which was not anything near what the weekend is capable of doing it had trilogy vibes it's not his maximum but it's like not his worst because i feel like some of his other albums have like completely missed everything but I am glad that Selena Gomez broke his heart. I hate to say it, but that's also Selena. Keep breaking people's hearts. We love it. Great we albums come after music. your heartbreaks. She hasn't been able to release a good album, but the her <laughs> never mind. Um, anyways, so my album drop of the week um, is not the weekend, but it's the Color of You by Alina Baraz. Um, her album was like really soulful, and it had like a jazz mix to it, which I really like. I was just really feeling it. Uh, one of my friends actually introduced, like, sent me one of her songs. Um, I don't even know why, though. And Floating featuring uh, Khaled and Electric featuring, well, Khalid, I'm sorry, featuring Khalid. And, like, they all just really, like, they have that buzz factor about it. I know it's not going to hit, like, any pop charts or anything like that because it's R&B. And it's, like, a whole nother realm trying to get, like, on top. But it just had a great feel. And, like, it was a wave. Like, what are what are some of the hits on this album that like from your favorites? Floating would have to be like one of my top two. Coming to my senses and like I don't even know why though. Literally had me over here like bawling, single tear. <laughs> but you cry after every song. Okay, I cry for <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my tears really aren't worth it because I'm always crying. <laughs> but yeah, those are my ones. If it makes me cry, I I'm messing. And Callie's on there twice? Yeah, he's on there twice. So that really threw me off when I was looking at it. I was like, oh, like he's on here. That, that's See, Khaled kind of came out of nowhere last year with, you know, his all of his songs. Like, there's one time I almost went to a Khaled concert. It was like $20 in Atlanta. And it's like one of my biggest regrets because Khaled is going to be one of those new artists that, where they, the concert tickets are going to be super, super yeah. expensive in the future. So it's one of my biggest regrets. But, like, he's been, you know, doing lots of features recently. He was on a remix with Lord for Homemade Dynamite. Yes. He, oh, my God. Homemade Dynamite. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I love homemade dormite. Um, <laughs> but he's also on Love Lies with Normani. Yes. Um, he yeah, also, also so I mean he's been doing a lot of uh, you know those features. So Khaled is one of those up and coming artists who very very soon is going to be pretty much a pop icon. He's kind of coming and changing the game for yeah. all the young people. I feel like he's like very giving with his music and he's like not afraid to like try something new with like some new people that's coming up and like really, I feel like he helps them hone, um, hone their craft while they also help him define his music even more. So I'm really here for this. See what Khaled has coming out. That's a nice segue from uh, the color view, but yeah. So that's the album drop of the week. Alright, so we already talked about the albums we can't stop talking about. So now it's time to listen to All That's Flopping. 
Alright, so JTO, what is your miss of the week? Okay, this and I really hate to talk about it like this because this artist used to be somebody that I listened to continually. He was always coming out with things that were just different and I loved him. Like I feel like I know who he's saying already. Is he was one of the first people I ever bought an album from, like when I was in ninth grade. Um, but Drake. Drake so this, this is my problem. Drake released a new song on Friday night called Nice For What? And it, it's a major miss for me because he is not... He is just... Wrong. just not <laughs> wrong. He, it's, a, it's not a good song. It's a uh, paying homage to New Orleans. And I'm sorry, but Beyonce did it with Formation and nobody's ever going to be topping Formation. So find another city to pay homage to because I just feel like I can't, you can't compare it to Beyonce. Because one like nobody can compare to Beyonce. Obviously, so you shouldn't put him in the same category because, like, you shouldn't be trying to compete. He was. I feel like he wasn't trying to compete. He was just trying to like expand his, like expand his music some type of way because he's done like the northern music style, like rap style, and like now he's like he's trying to switch it up and explore something different. So I don't know. But this is, this is one of my problems is because like. What he was doing was working. It was his style. Everybody knew, like, this is Drake. You know, when you turn on Drake, you're trying, probably going to be crying over an ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, whatever. That's what works for him. That's what people fell in love with. And I fell in love with the Thank Me Later, Drake, um, that had songs like Fancy and Find Your Love. You can thank me now. Oh. Uh, go oh, ahead. <laughs> <laughs> thank me later. Yeah, I know what I said. And that's, this is just isn't the same. And, you know, a lot of new Drake songs are songs that... I don't like it first, they kind of catch on, like, God's Plan, I wasn't a huge fan of God's Plan, at, like, at first, but, you know, I was at a party last night, and I was singing every word, so, like, kind of changes from time to time, but, like, this is just a style of Drake that I've never heard before, and that I'm not a big fan of, um, I really haven't, you know, been a diehard Drake fan since, uh, probably Take Care, so. Okay, that's understandable, but I also, okay, so, it's not, like, my favorite song of the week, like, I'm not gonna be like, hey, play nice for what, no, um, but I feel like, cause I know he's coming out to take care too. He's doing like another, he's going to revamp that. So I feel like this is kind of leading into it because he is really like, he's, his inspiration really comes from like Sade and like, um, female singers like that. And I know, I feel like with this Nola Bounce, um, homage he's playing to, and then I'm pretty sure he, that was a, um, Lauren Hill sample, sample. Or I'm trying to think of who the artist is that he's sampling, but I feel like he's trying to switch the directions just in time for him to come out with this new album. Because whatever it is, I feel like it's gonna be sad, but it's also gonna be like a summer bop of like the centuries. But you know, I don't know. Well, I'm o- I'm open to listening to it. I'm excited always because you know once you're you stand somebody. Yeah. You <laughs> kind of stand them forever, and I was a big Drake fan. Um, Headlines is still one of my top songs of yes. all time, but. So I'll definitely listen to it, but this was just a major miss for me. Yeah, understandable. Okay. What was missing? What was missing for you, <laughs> Okay, so he's probably like JTO's probably gonna slit my throat, but Best oh. Life was not like it was not a good song for me. It was a it was my miss for me. That's and that's where you're wrong. Oh my god, <laughs> that's where you're wrong. That's, why was it a miss? Okay, when I look for features. Like, when a song has a feature, I don't want it to change the artist too much. Like, I want to make sure, like, what I'm listening for, I want to, I still want to hear that artist, like, core, mm-hmm. and, like, kind of, that basis for them. And I feel like it wasn't enough Cardi in it. 
Like, I wanted more of that Cardi. I wanted, because I feel like Chance the Rapper was the bass. Mm. And then Cardi was just a feature. And I wanted it to be Cardi, and then Chance comes in and drops up, like, a killer verse. This, this is what it kind of reminds me of, is having your feature artist kind of um, take take control of the style of the song. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, the life of Pablo and when he was on Ultralight Beam with Kanye West. He, like, Chance kind of took over. He had yeah. a chorus, he had a verse, and you know, Kanye came in and did a little bit. And that's kind of what Chance did here. But what I liked about Cardi, is she did this on a lot of her albums, when other people have features on their albums, they have one verse, and then the rest of the song is somebody else or, like, multiple other people. Cardi came through with two verses on every song that she had a feature on. And so, like... I get what you're saying with the whole chance kind of took over the style, but that's what I like about Cardi is she can kind of adapt to those styles. Yeah, which bad props to her for that because like she's killing the game still. But it was just I don't like when I when I was listening to it, I was just like, eh. and it's not a bad song. Like don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's not a, it's like it's a it's a bad song. I would still listen to it, but it was just it was missing some Cardi. Like, I wanted that Brooklyn. Yeah. I want that Brooklyn feel. I, I want that. Yeah. So. I, I understand. It's not the best song on that one, but. Props for trying, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Okay. <laughs> and now it's time for the love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the part of the podcast where we talk about songs that we fell in love with again. They may be older songs, but. We listened to them recently, and now we are obsessed about them again. So, Devin, what did you listen to a lot this week that was not necessarily new, but it's still vibing? Um, it's from Jenny from the Block. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I love you, Bobby. I love you, Bobby. I love you, love you, love you, Bobby. I love you, Bobby. I love you, love you. <laughs> it, it is a bob that just won't stop, okay? Um... I don't know what it is. It's this like Latin flavor. The music video is all about this women empowerment. Like, why can't women be sexual beings? Like, yes, J Lo, give it to me. <laughs> I love you too. Like, come on. I love you, J Lo. I, I love you, love you, love you, you J Lo. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's my like favorite old new find that I've been bopping with all week. What about you, JTO? Um, I think. My my uh, song that I fell back in love with is probably two songs by uh, Halsey. She just released the music video for Alone. Um, yeah, it was it was a fantastic video. But like, I like Halsey was probably had my favorite album of 2017. Uh, it's right up there with one of my favorite albums of 2017. And so from top to bottom, that album was just flawless. And so when she released Alone, I definitely fell in love with Alone again. She looked stellar in the music video, and the song was just a great song to begin with. And then also Sorry by Halsey. It had, the visual for that was also just very haunting. It was just a, you know, one take shot. And it was my favorite song on the album to begin with. I cried to it multiple occasions. Um, I guess we both cried. So you talking about me crying. You both cried, cried too. But Sorry by Halsey was the song that I fell in love with again. It's a song that I listen to mostly in the mornings because like I, I don't want to be in bad moods when I go to sleep. Because I want to wake up in good mood. So I listen to it in the morning. Just kind of set my tone for the day. But uh, alone. By Halsey. So you listen to Sorry in the morning? Alone and Sorry. This is the whole album. Why would you listen to that? Set in the mood. You're going to be sad all day. I missed your call. Exactly. <laughs> Why would you set the tone? What type of song? <laughs> what type of tone are you saying? 
Uh, tell them that, like, my day can only go up from here. That tone. Okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay I'll give you that one. <laughs> well, we also want to talk about not just the songs that we fell in love with again, but your favorite find of the week. Maybe things that you didn't expect to find, but you kind of came across. Okay. So, um, we're going to start it off with Tink, Whisper Singing, Tail. Okay, first song. <laughs> we all know that one song she came out with, and it was a sample of Aaliyah. Um, but anyways, we're gonna talk about. She just came out with this new album. It's what's the EP? And one of my favorite songs from it is Part Time Lovers. Mm-hmm. That whole album, first off, will have you wanting to cheat on your significant other. Don't do it though. <laughs> Please don't. It's not because of Tink. Um, it'll have you wanting to cheat on them and get back with them. Like it's the weekend, but nastier. I don't know what was going on, but I'm here for it. Okay, I was like. Man, I wish I had somebody to cheat on. <laughs> but yeah, that was the, not that a good person. <laughs> okay, it was just the song. I would I would not cheat on anyone. Okay, love is love. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, what's your what's yours? Um, so I'm a huge fan of the Love Simon movie. Yes, why straight the default? I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it more than once. It's a fantastic movie. But one of the stars of the movie, who's played Simon's love interest, Keenan Lonsdale, he actually makes music as well. That's a um, spoiler for people who haven't seen it. Don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the disclaimer is not supposed to come at the end. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyways, you can read the book, too. You could have found that out without me. But anyways, he also makes music. Um, and he released a song called Kiss the Boy. Um, it's just a super... Not Kiss the Girl. <laughs> it's not... It does not sample The Little Mermaid. Um, so, spoiler alert. Um, but it's just a really good song. Um, it's super chill. Um, the the lyric video for it was super, super cute. Um, just had a super bunch of... woke. It just had a lot of people that were in love kind of taking videos of each other. And honestly, it almost made me throw up because I'm alone. And so it kind of made me want with someone. But the song is just a very good song. Just about um, finding a lover. Um, and, and kissing them. Like, so you don't lose them. Not just kissing them to kiss them. So you don't lose them. So very, very impressed by that song. Yes. yes. It wasn't as sad as like you would think it would be like a really sad song. And if you want to... Hey, kiss the girl. No, that's not it. <laughs> All right, so we just got done with the love doctor, and since we're still feeling the love is still in the air, as you can see, I can't, I can't see. I'm you can't see. <laughs> we're gonna switch it up and have a game. It's called. It's gonna be called Cupid Shuffle. That's so funny. Anyways, <laughs> so the name of the game. Me and JTO have just switched phones. We have picked playlists for uh, each of us to take, and we're going to press shuffle, and the other person's going to try to name the song off of their playlist before the chorus comes in. All right? All right, and Devin, Devin, I'm loving the name of this playlist. Uh, this is called Songs I Scream at the Top of My Lungs, um, <laughs> and for those of you who don't know D-Town, Devin is always screaming the all the time, so this may have every song from his library in it. Uh, possibly, um, and you can follow me on Apple Music, uh, Devin T18 is my, <laughs> you can't follow me on Apple Music because I use Spotify because I also get Hulu with it. Okay. Yeah. I use my friend's Hulu so I don't have to get it, okay? <laughs> Alright, well, we're gonna go with Devin first. I'm gonna press shuffle on this. Okay. Here we go. Songs to stream at the top of my lungs. 
Oh, it's Rach Murmur Swag. <laughs> Alright, see if you can get the next two. <laughs> this is Burn by Usher, right? No! It's not. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. It's not Burn. Oh, Confessions. No! What? Whoa, Devin. <laughs> this is a classic Usher. I was gonna say climax. Oh my god. Um, oh my god, I'm so pressured right now. This is not. Is this not burn? No. Confessions part two. No. You feeling your body? You found. What is the name of this song? Like hanging with your crew. I don't know. <laughs> you act like you're ready. Been there, done that. I don't know. I'm been there, Johnny. What's the name of this song? Okay, I give up. Give <laughs> up. You got it bad. Oh my god. Yo. Okay, you got one more chance. My black car got revoked. You got one more chance. I'm gonna beat you if you don't. Oh, Lady Gaga. This is Lady Gaga. This is not Lady Gaga. Yes, it is. I'll address you coveralls. Did you say? What is the name of this? Oh my god! I'm so bad at this. So bad to tell me yes! What's the name of this song? It's not Jolie. <laughs> so bad to tell me yes. What's the name of this song? I, I, I give up. I give up. It's oh. the cure. Oh. Dang. Can we just pause for a second? And mention the fact that you said, I'll undress your coveralls. Okay. Like, it doesn't even say that. Is that not what she said? <laughs> all right. All right, Devin. Devin, it is your turn to pull from mine. If it I even get more than one, then I beat you. Okay. Well, what you going to win today? Nothing. I feel sure that I'm better than you are. So. Um, better, 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 better. All righty. Here okay. we go. I'm ready. This is GATO's cliche 2K18 playlist. Listen, no okay. questions. Okay. Okay. No creativity. Okay. Give the audience the All right, we're gonna start this off. Let's see. It's one of my favorite songs. It's I Miss You, Julia Michaels, and Clean Bandit. Hanging with your brother. What? Do you really? Woo! <laughs> Why do you listen to? I've been I've been a fan of Megan Trainer since the beginning, so I can't just like I said, once a stand, always a stand. No excuses, Megan Trainer. Triumphant return. Oh, hold on, give me a second. You should know who this is. This was his album. Justin Timberlake, say something with Chris Stapleton. Woo! Okay. Three for three, that's how we do it. We're going to do one more shuffle. Okay. <laughs> I know, it's unforgettable. Oh, okay. It was from The Four. This is uh, Javaya. It's a cover. It's better than the original, to be honest. Javaya, we're here for it. Okay, well, JTO won. Four for four, how about that? Call me Wendy's. Ho. <laughs> 
So, in addition to all the music and things that have been being released recently, we also want to talk about some of the visuals and music videos that are, you know, been coming out recently because the visuals kind of make the artist, in my opinion. If you don't have good visuals, then you kind of flop as an artist. So I am I am 100% in agreement with you, JTO, because <laughs> as a film and theater minor, I don't know, <laughs> theater studies... <laughs> Do you even go to school? <laughs> I don't go to school. Um, do you even <laughs> go here? No. Um, as a minor in film and theater studies, like visuals are everything for me. Like if the colors. If this scene is hitting real hard, I'm here for it. Okay. Like <laughs> nice for what Drake did that video. Okay. He won't say it's a miss all he won't, but Drake had the girl power. Okay. Okay. So sips tea. That's water. <laughs> So anyways, what were your visuals of the week? My visuals of the week, as I already mentioned, um, Nicer What by Drake and <laughs> Broken Clocks by my dick sizzle. <laughs> no sense All needed. you got is these broken clocks. You got nothing. Just burning daylight. Sizz has been having a great year so far. She has been. And she... Is definitely one of my favorite artists right now. She's coming through with like what I need. Um, to be honest, though, like this is the first music video that this is like released for her um, for her album that really like went well with it. Like I love the production of it. I love the filming. I love the angles that they used, and I love the parallelism that they had. Ooh, excuse me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Too much tea. <laughs> You know, because she's following up Broken Clocks after releasing the Weekend video, yeah. um, which was just kind of a miss for me. And, oh, that was a flop. We're in agreement on that one. That was my favorite song on the entire album. Um, and I was expecting, like, some strippers or, like, a love story, but it was just SZA dancing on some cardboard in the middle of a parking deck. With <laughs> and, the, and the long one-minute intro of her standing on, like, the 12th yes, floor of I a building. Yes, I can't even see you! <laughs> where are you? Where, are, where was she at? I did she, does she think she Drake standing on top of the table, some ladder or something? Like, <laughs> I was so, I was, I was livid, okay? I just want to tell y'all, if I would live tweeted that, I would have, y'all would have been mad at me because I went in on her for no reason at all. I love her. She's my homie. That's my girl. Um, She can have them on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But still, <laughs> like, I was mad. I was big mad. Anyways. And then, nicer what, reason why like, I love that visuals for it, it had, like, this nice, like, aesthetic quality about it. And it had all these freaking female powerhouses with Tracy Ellis Ross, my freaking auntie. Like, oh, my God. I would say mama, but she is, she doesn't have any children. And, oh, my God, Diana Ross really raised a beautiful woman. Um, Yara, she, I can't say her name. I'm sorry. I'm so bad at the name. And then it ends with Michelle Rodriguez looking like freaking Mona Lisa with that backlight. And she's freaking hovering over nothing. Like, she went from Fast and Furious to Fast and Fine. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. But yeah, it had a lot of powerhouses in there. Um, a couple of them I didn't like. But you know, it's okay. Girl power. Um, but anyway, those are my visuals of the week. What about you, JTO? Okay. Um, I think... The first one I'm going to talk about is Freaky Friday with Lil Dicky and Chris Brown. And the reason I'm going to say this is, you know, the production of this video wasn't necessarily like the best. Like in the very beginning, you can kind of see 
when the uh, Chinese uh, restaurant owner kind of like acts like he's like <laughs> changing their bodies, and literally in the back you can just see a bright black light light up. Like it's just one bulb, and so it's like the production of it was not the best. But what I'm gonna say about it is this song was kind of you know one of those comical songs where you're talking about you know Lil Dicky and Chris Brown changing bodies. So the video is kind of what tied the song together. The song itself is a pretty decent song. But without the, if I wouldn't have seen the video first, I kind of would have been confused on what the song is. And so the video kind of tied it all together for me. It's very playful. Lil Dicky is really funny. Chris Brown, it was being kind of playful when he's been some hot news late, like lately. So it was really good. I also really liked Haley Kiyoko's new album. If you guys don't know who Haley Kiyoko is, don't sleep on Haley Kiyoko. Um, Lemonade Mouth is what it's called. She was from Lemonade Mouth on the Disney Channel. I mess with her heavy, okay? And she she went from like looking like, you know, the little tomboy on Lemonade Mouth that played the the guitar. And now she is this... She is hot. Okay. Haley Kyoko is hot. She like Halsey hot. Like Halsey fighters wine in the summertime. And <laughs> Haley Kyoko, she over there looking like a whole entree, as Cardi B would say. It's like, an entree. Don't forget to put her on your grocery list. But I, I'm, I'm going to go and be cliche with this. And Curious had a really good visual it had a storyline it was uh very consistent with the theme of the song and it was also had a little bit of a dance break too so yeah. it's it's really good to see Haley kyoko is kind of a jack of all trades in that aspect and so. it also wasn't like cinematic with its storyline it was like it was raw and like very visceral and that's what like, i appreciated from that one because it was just like it was just it wasn't out there it's very yeah. relatable like it definitely is something that could happen so exactly Freaky Friday, curious, but keep I it going. Not, I do not know enough cute people to have a party where it looks that nice. But and not enough of my friends can have rhythm enough to dance in unison like that. But that is also true. I have like three friends with rhythm and then one um, that can shoot a good video. So that's good. And here's the part where we talk about some hot topics within the music world. Whether it be things that are dropping really soon. Things you should be watching out for. You know, some of the, you know... Spicy debates within the music community right now. Spicy boy. Some of our, some of our predictions and conspiracy theories, anything like that. So things that you need to keep your eyes pulled for. So, first thing we're going to talk about is the queen of being slept on, Tanache. Tanache is releasing an album on Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, yeah. It's not going to top um, Nicki Minaj, but but Nicki is not. Another same category. She's I been silent. Okay, yeah. I, okay, yeah. You're right. She's been silent. We love. We but, love. Okay, they're two different categories. I just said that because of Friday the Thirteenth and Roma's Revenge. Because we <laughs> Anyways, Tanache is coming out with an album very soon. She's had some very solid, you know, buzz singles as they'll yeah. call it. She has Faded Love uh, that has just come out. Uh, she gives me like very much. Um, I'm trying to think of her name, the one who did. That would that sound with Diddy that's married to Diddy, I think. Cassie? Yeah, she has like Cassie vibes with like a Carrie, Carrie Hilson swagger. And like that's why she's still here. And she has a bit of a, a hip-hop vibe that like yeah. Cassie really didn't have. Yeah, Cassie um, was like hella like pop and was just like... With a little bit of R&B flow in there. But like Tinashe's got a little bit more of a hip-hop vibe. She's queen of being slept on. She also has, you know, that song with... What was the first single that she came out with uh, recently? Anyways, like, Tanache is just uh, an artist that I think that she's just being slept on all the time. I love Tanache. 
What was that song called? It's going to kill me until I figure it out. Ooh. Oh, No Drama. No Drama with Offset. No Drama was such a great song, great buzz single. She had a few songs that were released a couple summers ago. Super Love, Flame. All hands on the flame for me. Okay, all hands on deck go off though. All hands on deck. One of probably one of the like best party songs that I think that I've heard in like the past four years, my freshman year of college, she released two on. Okay, two on with schoolboy Q. Yes. It had me feeling like a ho ho. I'm sorry, Mo. Ho ho like Santa Claus. <laughs> like, yes. No Mrs. Claus. It, so everybody is sleeping on Tanache, but she has had some great, great songs. And so she has an album coming out this Friday. Please stream that. Buy it. Support an artist that is super talented that is not getting enough recognition. And she's cute. She's not, I'm, I'm not saying like she's, I feel like her production is like really good. Like whoever yes. do, is doing her producing is. And her talented. visuals are also super good because Tanache can dance. Tanache is a very good dancer. And that also gives me that Sierra vibe. That's yes. what that was. Yes. Yes. So next is uh, somebody who is just basically getting a lot of buzz recently, Bazzy. Okay, Bazzy had me so confused because I listened to mine first because like one so of my friends, freak your precious, precious when you, you smile. smile. Anyway, whoa, that note changed. Okay, though. Mariah Carey. Anyways, I don't Skinny know legend. her. <laughs> I don't know her. Um, but I was so confused. I had to look him up because I need to put a. Sometimes I don't need to put a face with um. A name, but I just had to figure out who this boy was, and I looked at him. I was like, "Oh, this is Bazzy." Ba- but Bazzy actually had his start on Vine, and I'm gonna be completely honest with you. When I used to see Bazzy singing into a microphone with hella filters on Vine, I used to roll my eyes because I'd be like, "You have those filters? That's not raw talent." Blah blah blah. I don't know. And then they'd be like six second clips of a song, and he would just like smile, and it's like super cringeworthy. And so when I finally heard mine, mine went in. Mine went in, and so like that's why I, like I, where I first heard of Bazzy, and then of course I went back and listened to some of his other songs. He has a song called "Beautiful, Beautiful, Beautiful, yes. Beautiful, Beautiful, beautiful Angel." Like he's a very very good audit artist. I'm super excited to see what Bazzy has. Um, he's been you know working really hard for years and years and years to have this debut album, and so I'm excited to see what he does with it. Yes, I love his aesthetics for like all his stuff. It's these like pastel colors, I don't know what it is, yeah. but like it's just really in. And it's he's like, got the tumbler. Yeah, it's a yes. It's like Todd the Creator, but like dumbed, like watered down a little bit. Dumbed down. Now, I didn't mean that's why I changed it down because like <laughs> that was loaded diction. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like it was just like it's the right amount. It's perfect for him. And he's he's a super smooth guy too. Yeah, so, like you can listen to it and just be like, damn, like I really want to be Bazzy. Yeah. So. We also have BB Rexa, also another artist who is being slept on with her like own music. Yeah. But she's actually had a really, really good come up recently with yes. Meant to Be, charting super high on the charts. I believe it's at number two. <laughs> I'm whispering because I'm excited that BB Rexa is finally, you know, getting the credit she deserves. She was in Hey Mama yeah. with Nicki Minaj um, and David Guetta. She has had, you know, the song Bad Bitch was a, was a bop. Um, she's had a lot of songs that she's been on. Uh, no Broken Hearts Club. Yeah. BB Rexa is one of those artists who has rut, like written a ton of music for other people and is finally getting credit of her own. She has her debut album coming out very soon. And um, she cute with them dark eyebrows. Yes, and like so she is, she's a super pretty woman as well, but she does have her lead single coming this week. So. Oh, and she has that song with uh, Machine Gun Kelly and X Ambassadors. 
I love all those people. Yeah. Home, which was on that song, uh, the soundtrack for Will Smith's um, Bright. Bright. Yeah. Yes. Um, all those go off. Yes. So definitely excited for BB Rexa. But one thing that we need to talk about right now. Five seconds of summer. <laughs> we don't. Okay, five seconds of summer. I. Oh. I don't know. I'm sorry. Her. I'm sorry. Um, That's very hateful, though. I don't. I, don't I think the only five seconds of summer song that I've ever liked was perfect, just because of the part it was like American Apparel underwear. It uh, kind of low-key yeah. made me want a pair of American Apparel underwear. underwear. Yeah. Um, but I don't don't really mess with Five Seconds of Summer that much. But it has been a while since they like uh, released some material, so I know a lot of their fans are super excited they're coming out with stuff because they kind of came from the same era as One Direction, and so a lot of those fans kind of. You know, kind of followed in suit. So good luck. Good luck. Not for us though. But the real news. No, I'm sorry. It got confirmed. Wait, what's it confirmed? Wait, tell me. Wait, <laughs> Cardi B is pregnant. Oh. Okay, so people have been. I'm sorry. That was really loud. That sounded like a bird. That sounded like Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> but people have been like speculating this for a really long time with the types of outfits she's wearing to the award shows and stuff like that. Very poofy and above. You know, right above the torso. Um, and so people are like, she's hiding a baby bump. And I didn't want to believe it because Cardi B has some ho <laughs> That too, but she has some ho-bops. And so I was like, you know, if she is, you know, really a mother, am I still going to get these ho-bops? Yes. Yes. But I do feel like it, it had a big factor in this last album, like her debut album. Because I feel like it did have a lot more emotion in there than we were listening, like, than I was looking for. Um, because I like, listened to her first two mixtapes, it was like you could tell she was in different, like different stages each time yes. she released one. And I feel like this one is like the most different out of all of her releases. So I feel like it fit perfectly with her coming out. And I feel like she talked to her um, record label and like let them know and like let them in and like let them know what was going on. So they really like the producers really stepped in and actually understood. Like, what she was looking for when she was doing that. And I also commend Cardi B. Is You know, there's been those allegations of Offset cheating um, and having a baby with another woman. Um, And so everybody is always on Cardi B's case about, why are you staying with Offset? Why are you, you know, still putting up with that stuff? Um, And so it's kind of obvious now she really wants a stable home for her child. So she's going to do whatever. You know, if the allegations are true, she's sticking with them so she can have that for her child. If they aren't true, you know, she's sticking with them through... You know, all of those allegations, which is just super commendable on her part. Um, but she kind of re- kind of confirmed it on mm-hmm. SNL. She's wearing a very tight-fitting yes. dress that showed off her baby bump. So we're here for a... For a a uh, baby party. <laughs> a stripper home mama. That's what we're here for. I support it. Um, and I also feel like she... I feel like with this album, she confirmed that... Offset may have cheated. Yes. I feel like she confirmed Be it. careful yeah, going like, through your phone. Exactly. Like, those were, like, very... And, like, I do with uh, SZA. I do. So, like, SZA's, like, the... the. I feel like she embodies the getting over your ex. Like, yeah. Like, really. Um, and so... I feel like she confirmed that, but I feel like if you feel like... I said, I'm saying... I got a lot of feels over here right now. Um, let me rewind this back. <laughs> uh... If she feels happy with Offset and feels secure enough, then I feel like that's the most important thing. Yeah. She's bringing this baby into life with love. I know she's going to love him. And here's the thing about this pregnancy, though. This is another thing. is She has signed on to go on tour with Bruno Mars in October and November. Oh. This baby is going to be due like a month before that. So she is going to be going on tour like with the baby fresh out the womb. She's going to have to pull a Beyonce. So, I mean, Beyonce's done it. 
this is also very commendable that she is still going to go through with this tour, even though she is going to be having a baby not too long before. So kudos to Cardi B. We're here for you, mama. Yes. If you need me to babysit, I'm here for it. But here's something that we need to talk about. Okay, I'm going to bring it up because JTO may get too emotional saying it. Um, what is going to happen to Fifth Harmony? Ah! Okay, I'm not really going to cry. I've had a lot of time to process this. But here's the thing. is I've been a hardcore Fifth Harmony fan for the entirety of their career. I knew this was coming eventually. I did not know it was coming right now. But, you know, with the Camilla split and, you know... And 2016 in December, I was kind of crushed about that because I did not know what the future of Fifth Harmony was going to be, but they stuck it out. They released another album. Um, but here's the thing. I'm really, really happy for Fifth Harmony. They have had a, a long run. They have had a record-breaking career for lots of girl groups. Um, you know, the highest-streamed uh, song by a girl group of all time with Work From Home. Um, they've done some really, really good things, and I feel like they were very, very suffocated by their production team, by their management, by their record label, because I've heard snippets from other songs that didn't make the albums that were just beautiful songs, and so I feel like they're very restricted um, in that department, and so they weren't able to put out a lot of good stuff, and then also, all of them have five different styles, you know, I'm going to say five because the original five all have five different styles, you see Camila Cabello has come out and had a lot of releases that are not anywhere near what Fifth Harmony was. But you have Normani and Dinah Jane and Ali Brooke and Lauren Herrega, who are all different artists, who are now going to be able to put out music that fits their style. So you're going to see them a lot less restricted. So I also feel like with this breakup, if everyone's independently successful enough, they can easily come back together mm-hmm. and um, produce a banging album, just like the Destiny Shops did. Not comparing them to Destiny Shop because there will never be another... Michelle, I, Kelly, or Beyonce, Lativia, um, or any of the rest of them. But, yeah, I feel like this is giving them room to grow mm-hmm. and, like, where they need to and then come back together if willing, if the music gods see fit and see what's going to happen next. Release some more bops. This is another thing that they're still finishing out the tour dates that they have up through May. So they still have about two months of shows left. But recently... All of them posted a photo on their social media profiles and on the official Fifth Harmony um, social media. They're all back turned, super dark shadows, and it looked like they were all wearing wedding dresses. So a lot of fans are speculating, was this uh, the announcement of a final single, of a final music video? And it's been two weeks since they posted, and we still have no word. But this came right after their announcement of, you know, taking a hiatus. So we don't know what it is. So I'm sitting here patiently. They're probably... My prediction is that they're going to release one more video before they take this hiatus yeah. as a farewell gift to their fans. I, see, I would support that. I don't, know gonna, I don't think they're going to do another song, honestly. Unless they release one that they like that didn't quite make it. Anyways, that is what we have for our hot topics of the week. Things that are going on within the music community. Um, so yeah, let's keep on going. Hey. <laughs> Alright, as Drake would say, top five, top five, top five. All right, so this is going to be our top five of the week. Uh, we're going to give y'all our top five songs that we can't stop bopping to. So, JTO, what's your top five? Well, in no particular order, these are just songs that you no know, are not necessarily came out this last week, but these are songs that I constantly have on repeat, uh, whether that be taking a shower, riding to work, studying, it doesn't matter. These are songs that I'm loving right now. Um, definitely my top Five favorite songs right now. What's up with Logic? 
uh, with Big Sean. I'm a huge fan of Logic and Big Sean. Um, Logic just had that mixtape release. Brilliant marketing. It was a brilliant mixtape. And What's Up was the highlight of that mixtape, in my opinion. It was just a very good go hard banger in my opinion and so logic is out there doing some really good stuff right now uh definitely a commendable artist we're seeing him on the rise um to being a mainstream artist not that we necessarily only love mainstream artists but he's definitely making it now so i'm definitely proud of him and i'm also like i said i'm a huge fan of the love simon movie and the love simon soundtrack is equally as good it was curated by jack antonoff uh which is from the bleachers and one of my favorite songs right now is actually a song from that soundtrack it's never fall in love by jack antonoff and mo mo serves the vocals yes. it is just a very good nice chill poppy song that's got some parts that is like kind of quirky and fun and other parts that is like a kind of a hard hitter and so i'm definitely in love with that song um i do by cardi b i have to, obviously had to have a cardi b on this list uh, and this is the one with SZA. Definitely love the SZA too. This wasn't my favorite song on the album at first, but after a while, this was the song that grew on me the most. And so I do is just a very good. It has you know a couple of quotes on there that I'm you know obsessed with. Like I guess my 15 minutes lasted long as hell. So <laughs> that was a good. I love that one. She was calling out a lot of haters on this album. Definitely that were kind of doubting what she was gonna do. And I do was great. In my blood by Shawn Mendes. One of my favorite people of all time. We know. <laughs> we know. We know. We know. Anyway, Sean Mendez is super talented. Um, that was not a Drake reference. He does. That was a Fifth Harmony reference. Oh. Okay. Moving on. No, because he he does like the we know, we know, we know. Fifth Harmony also had a. They say where you don't tell no lie. You know. Yeah. Uh huh. It was a Drake reference too. You didn't know it though. I did know. It's from. Headlines, which I said was one of my favorite songs. Anyway, Sean <laughs> Mendez um, is a super talented artist. You know, he's super, super young, and I feel like a lot of his past singles were very, very good for his age, but the production kind of lacked something to take that next step as an iconic music legend. And so, in his past two singles that he's released for this, you know, upcoming album, he has really stepped his game up and had some super career-defining songs, in my opinion, and In My Blood was a step in the right direction of production-wise. This is, he said he wanted to have those, you know, arena hits, and this is definitely what's going to do for him is In My Blood. Uh, it's very hard-hitting, great song, super sad, but I like seeing this side of Sean. Yeah, and then lastly, one of the songs that I am constantly listening to, definitely my number one right now, I didn't have high hopes for her, um, we see a lot of people coming out of Disney Channel, oh, you know, man. in the past, and a lot of them are flopping. Yes, hard because Disney has a way of you know starting a career, but eventually once they grow up, they're like the music that they're producing for these artists just isn't good enough for their age. They're not growing with the artists. Um, they're kind of sticking in that Disney Channel bubble. But Sabrina Carpenter, Sabrina Carpenter with Alien, she also was in there with Jonas Blue. He was the producer of. This song took me off guard. I just happened to see a promo come up on my Twitter of this song, and I heard a preview of it, and I was like, dang, that really goes hard. And so Alien by Sabrina Carpenter right now is my favorite song. But, David, what's your top fives? 
Okay, so <laughs> while you were talking about your top five, I was up here making sure I knew about my artist, and I've been like, you know, researching anyways. So in no particular order, but what's been bopping real hard? <laughs> um, Icy Girl by Sweetie, bruh. I'm gonna let you know. Like I can literally do all the words to it. Um, Did she sample my neck? Yeah, she sampled my, my back. yeah my neck, my back, and that's also what got her started. Um, it was that feature that she did was that uh, instrumental. She she rapped over the instrumental mm-hmm. and she posted to Instagram and got kind of famous. And that's and that's where it picked it up from. But actually, she's a college grad, which most people don't realize. Um, she graduated from um, San Diego. University, San Diego Southern University, something like that. But like her rapping style, I feel like she hasn't like found her quite yet. But like her whole album is really good. It tells a story. It's not nearly as long as I wanted to be because I need another verse on Icy Girl. But it really hits hard. Um, another song that is in my top five is I don't even know why though by Alina Baraz, which I talked about earlier because she has that like this medley between soul. Jazz and like this R&B lyrics that are always hitting. Um, another song that's really just I don't know this Aaron Ray guy. I don't know anything about him. He kind of just popped up on my Apple Music because I'm bougie and I use Apple Music. Bougie people use title, not Apple Music. No regular regular. Broke regular. people use title because they try to fake rich. Okay. <laughs> that's what that is. Okay. Sorry, Jay Z. That's just the, that's the truth of the matter here. I can't afford it, um, and I'm not trying to. Okay, um, but he's uh, well. Actually, let me see. Make sure I got. I'm giving you all the right information. Yes, Aaron Ray. Aaron Ray is his name, and he hits hard. Okay, first off, he's R and B. He's like a Brent Fayez type, but a little sadder. Uh, he's from Los Angeles. And you like sad music. And I, I, as y'all know, I am a slut for sad music. <laughs> okay? Um, with or without, it's just like, I don't know. It's so, it's so full of emotion. And I'm, I'm a very emotional person. <laughs> so, like, if you can make me feel any type of way, uh, like, I'm probably going to bang with you for a long time. But, like, his whole album is good. Um, he has a feature with Graham Communication. Um, he got a song with, y, with YG, um, which YG I don't know what YG's got in the works, but he's been featured like almost on everybody's stuff that these latest albums coming out. So I feel like we need to be watching out for she him. Bad. She, she bad. bad. She, she bad. bad. She bad. Hey, 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 Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> a little too tight. Um, he also had another feature with uh, Sir, and he's an LA. Uh, he's an LA based singer songwriter. And he's been he was on a singing competition in 2012 actually, but he's oh. been dropping some like R&B hits that are, like very. You okay? You drowning over here? I'm drowning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I know like so Aaron Dre, Aaron Ray, Aaron Ray, A R I N space. R A Y Ray. Y'all can follow me on Apple Music, like I said, Devin T Um And yes, yeah. I got some bopping playlists on there as well. Um, but yeah, with or without is like really one of my favorite songs right now. Um, what I need by Haley Kiyoko. Did I say her name right? Yeah, you said her name. Okay, right. I just want to make sure. We already talked about her. She's a baddie. Um, she cute. Her Asian self. <laughs> 
And to end it all, the androgynous queen herself, yes, mama. Janelle Monet, Monet, Monet. Okay, um, make me feel the bisexual anthem of the year. <laughs> Literally, I read articles. It named it the bisexual. Oh, anthem. Okay, so yeah. this isn't self-proclaimed. <laughs> no, this is self-proclaimed okay. bisexual anthem of the year. Had to have those references. No, yes, <laughs> citations are needed in LA format. Um, but it just. Between the visuals of the album and like that guitar going and them Prince what's vibes, the song name? Make me feel. It's just the way you make me feel. I just want to let y'all know that he literally stood up to perform that one line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like those Prince vibes that. <laughs> I'm pretty that's sure. what it sounds like exactly. That's though. what I feel like. He's like, just like, oh, I just want to pop, lock it, polka dot it. Um, <laughs> Two Miley references in one. Oh, who can't get enough Miley? Um, but yeah, it was just, like these songs all made me feel certain type of ways, and they're very like particular emotions. And that's kind of how I pick my top five. Uh, I don't know because like Icy Girl, it has me like I jump up and I'm like I'm a baddie. I eat my rice and candy. <laughs> I'm a baby. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, my wife can Yes, like ten toes down, manicure, pedicure. Like she, she says she keep the haters off of her, and I support <laughs> it so hard. Okay, and like she also tells a story with her album. I keep going back to Sweetie because that's my home girl right there. I don't know her, but I want to know you, ma'am. Let me know you. Let me love you. Let me love you. And this finally is the. Bop alert! Bop it! <laughs> so this is the part where we talk about songs that have come out very recently that we think are going to be super popular, that are going to hit the charts, and are going to slay everyone. And so, Devin, what song do you think is out right now that is, you know, not quite up there yet, but you think is about to perform really well? Um, Madison Beers... Mad- yeah, Madison Beers. I'm saying it right. I just want to make sure I was saying it right. Um, Home with you is another sad bop. I'm sorry, y'all. If y'all looking for me for some happy songs, maybe next week. Maybe when <laughs> I'm not lonely. Maybe when I don't have schoolwork to do. But right now, I'm sad. Okay. Um, and Home with you goes off. Uh, she is extremely talented. Justin Bieber even tapped her uh, with her version of Etta James at last. Her voice is very light. And I think he actually might have tapped her as well. Anyway, <laughs> we're not going to do um, Madison Beer like that, okay? Did not say that was the reason for her success. He's, she is a very talented. She has a few I'm songs not, that I'm, I'm quite a fan say, of. She can do what she wants, though. That's her body. Okay. <laughs> I am a fan of Madison Beer, though. Um, very talented and very up and coming. So I'm super excited because she's been like releasing other stuff. She has like a lot of music and like YouTube videos, but like I don't know. I oh I found it because of one of my friends shared a playlist with me on Apple Music, and it was her Bops playlist, and I had to give it a listen, and it really hits hard. Like, so Madison Beer doesn't actually have an album out yet, does she? Um yeah, she does actually. She does. Okay, it's 22 minutes, so it's not like a full blown like album that makes mm-hmm. you cry the entire time. But um, her album is called "Is As She Pleases." It's the latest one. It's a pop album. Um, it's sultry. It's R&B vibes that has like a superstar feel to it, and it, like it goes through. It's not too grown for her. I feel like that's one of the things. Like it's very like her. It's what she knows, what she's comfortable with. I feel like she had something to do with the uh, writing process for all of this. 
So I'm here for it. What is your bop? Oh, Jesus. Um, my bop alert is going to be a new song that was just released this week. Um, it's called One Kiss by Calvin Harris featuring Dua Lipa. I'm a huge fan of Dua Lipa. Yes! Her, her oh debut album was just a fantastic album. Spanned songs like Genesis and IDGAF and um, New Rules, which is like people call it the New Testament for How to Be a Heartbreaker by Marina One and Kiss. the Diamonds. Yes, it but is. But One Kiss is just uh, a recent project that Calvin Harris and Dua Lipa did together. Dua Lipa is becoming more and more popular. So this song, you know, writing off the set, the success of IDGAF and New Rules on the American radio, I think she's definitely going to see a lot more airtime and spins on the radio with One Kiss, especially because Calvin Harris is a very established artist, especially on the U.S. radio station. So... I think it's going to be very popular. I enjoy the song a lot, um, and I can't wait to see what uh, Dua Lipa has coming up from her, including a speculated collaboration with Ariana Grande called Bad to You. Okay, if Ariana Grande and my girl Dua Lipa do a song, I just want to let y'all know I'm dropping out of school, and I am going on <laughs> tour with both of them, okay? I will be a backup dancer. I don't care, because well, those are some bops. <laughs> and I, I just... But yes, take a take a uh, peek at all those songs that we just talked about uh, with our top five and our bop alerts. So that is all we have for you guys on the first episode of Bop It! <laughs> um, definitely take a uh, look at all the different songs that we talked about today, all the hits, the misses, what's bopping, what's dropping, what's flopping. We will come back to you guys later with more information on the music world. But for now, we want to close with a couple of closing statements. Hopefully the artists that we're Directing this to is listening. So, Devin, what's your final statement? Um, Ed, Nick Jonas, we see you. We know you started off acting, but I'm waiting on an album. He didn't start out acting. Jonas Brothers? Camp Rock? Jonas Brothers came away. Anyways, Nick Jonas, stop making tuna sandwiches and come for us. Okay? Yeah, I'm going to say Also, that. Nikki, break the silence. We saw you come through the airport. We need music, queen. And also, Ariana Grande come out of hibernation. Pop music is in Where are you, Riri? The skinny queen is raining down on <laughs> all of us. It's so cold. Those whistle tones. We need them. Alrighty, well, that's all that we have for you guys. Tune in next time on Bop It! <laughs> Thank you.